floor is yours. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. We've got eight drivers left. We just got done with the Roval. We're heading to Vegas. What were your thoughts about the Roval? I watched it on and off. It wasn't a bad race. Uh, the debacle afterwards is the more, I guess. Obviously, it's the cut of the playoff and drama between that. And obviously, with Kyle Larson not making it because of Chase Briscoe doing his dive bomb because his teammate helping him. And hey, I know we're going to talk about it, but you're helping a teammate win. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. That's a fact. Let's cover the facts first. Uh, Christopher Bell wins. Had to win. Had to win. Yep, and he did it. At least it was a second uh, chase player that got in by winning. Um, Harvick was second, and then you had Kyle Busch, Almondinger, Haley, which was a nice surprise. Uh, Busher, Bubba, Tyler Reddick, and Chase Briscoe. Austin Dillon, um, there's another surprise for me anyway, finished out the top 10. Um, notables, um, of course, Larson finished 35th. I don't think that that wasn't all on Chase Briscoe. That, he had other issues, a lot of them. Well, yeah, the car malfunction or he, whatever the part was, like he couldn't steer, couldn't drive straight. Yeah, there's other issues Blaine- that happened. Yeah, Blaney finished 22nd and is still advancing. Um, Elliot finished 20th. I, I didn't expect that. Logano he got spun eight- out by fucking Almendinger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Chase fan, but hey, whatever. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, it. I hate this track. I hate that they turned that track into a road course. It was a, a a fairly enjoyable race. I just hate that. I I say it every time we go to something like Indy or here or Daytona. Shut up. These are ovals. They're not road tracks. You want to make them road tracks, bring the Indy cars in and do it with them. This is vintage NASCAR and they need to keep it old school and and go to other places i mean there's there's a lot of places they could go true road tracks uh but that's just my opinion (laughs) uh so we lost four drivers this week but here's the top eight we got elliot logano chastain bell blaney byron hamlin and briscoe and mr briscoe is dead meat out uh as of the roval or larson suarez Cindric, and reddick i believe no. is the, no bowman bowman so um the big surprise for me after this race was larson clearly uh defending champion and 
he's had trouble all the way through since the playoffs started. I mean, he's he's lost motors. He hasn't really crashed anything. I mean, he's gotten into a, that little kerfuffle with uh, Chase, but it's been equipment with with Larson. It really hasn't been. It, this isn't this isn't really on Kyle Larson his situation, but like NASCAR has a problem with this fucking towing problem. If you smack the wall, it bends, it breaks, it. You can't drive, and it takes them over over the damaged vehicle policy to fix it. Like, yeah, I know they been, beefed it up throughout the year, but still, slapping the wall bends it, and you're done for the night, day. Like, that's not you can slap the wall before. Yeah, it may flatten the side of your car. You can still drive though. Takes more than six minutes to fix that crap. Yeah. Um. We've been complaining about the car all year long. It, it's not ready for prime time. It, I, and they keep proving it almost every single week. Yeah. I did see some articles. Um, we're some, we, we talked about this last week. They had a meeting or something. Yeah. Where the way they've structured that rear clip Is just not conducive. I mean, we were talking about basically the hits last week, but it also goes to them being able to fix their stuff and get back on and and get up to speed. And and when you bend the crap that is basically connecting the cabin to the rear clip and the cabin to the front clip, once you bend that. You're done. It doesn't matter how many parts you fix. You're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they've got... That was the beauty of the old cars. You could take a pretty good hit. Any corner of the car. But because it was aluminum, because all that stuff was not connected, they could tear parts out and put it back in and not affect the rest of the car. This, The way they've got this set up, is basically, I, I guess for lack of a better way to try and explain it, is the car is cut into thirds. Mm-hmm. And you rack up any one of those thirds, and I'm even including fires in the middle third, you're done. There's no coming, you can't fix that. So the, the, I've seen articles where they, they had their big meeting this week and I heard Scott Miller on uh, Sirius XM NASCAR said there was a lot of good input and the drivers were allowed to speak freely. Uh, but that still doesn't fix the problem right now. And and the problem is, is that this car is like China. I, as far as fragile, you can't. At least with the old stuff, you could tear parts off, put them back on, replace. St- you could, re- you know, in six seven minutes, you re- replace a whole rear axle. Mm-hmm. You can't do that now. Um, and and a lot of it's that stupid ass damn belly pan. You can't get to anything. It does you no good to try and jack the car up and go underneath. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? Stare at us manufacturing stamp you can't get to anything it's all got to be through the sides yeah that's i don't know that i i do know they're here in the drivers i don't like the fact that the drivers and team owners have been and us 
have been screaming all year long about how piece of crap this car is. But it does sound like at least right now they're starting to listen. So it is what it is. We got to put up with it for the rest of the year. Um, congratulations for Christopher Bell. Uh, good job. And he didn't slide into that backwards. He was he was tough all day long. Yeah. Um. I don't know what else to say about the race. I <coughs> like I said, it wasn't horrible. I just wish they wouldn't do this. I just we got other places we can go and and other venues we can venture to. You don't have to do what you're doing, but. They don't ask me, so. All right. Um, let's go into, we just kind of touched on, on the cutoffs. I've got our predictions right here. Uh, you predicted that Cindric, Briscoe, Suarez, and Bell would be out. That's not bad. You did three out of four on that one. I predicted Cindric, Bowman, Briscoe, and Blaney, and I got two right. So the two that surprised, well, the one that surprised me was Larson and you too. And I really thought uh, no Suarez one thought was, Larson. Sorry, that busted everybody's lineup. They really made one. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, well, Bowman, no way. I mean, he's been out of the car for how long now? Yeah. I mean, so there was no way he was going to make it. Um, So we'll get to our predictions on that towards the end of the show. Uh, I already got my, my next four picks, so I think you're going to like them. Fantasy League. I kicked Thou's butt. On that one, yeah, I didn't. I had a one. I, yeah, I did bad. I had a one fifty three. You had a one hundred four. And the only reason I had a one fifty three is I had three out of the four head to heads. So there was an extra what fifteen or thirty points. I don't. What you get ten for each one of those. Um. So we've covered all of that. Let's. Get into some news things, and I'll just let you lead it off. I don't know where you want to start. You start anywhere you want. I got a bunch. Uh, I'll just mark. Came out yesterday. Cole Custer's 50 points and $100,000. And crew chief, exp- uh, uh, crew chief suspension, right? Yeah, and Briscoe. There, there's a lot of people on Stuart Haas that are and not... And Briscoe, gonna, you mean Harvick, not Briscoe. I thought it was Briscoe. That isn't he... The, the, the story is that one of his team... One of Custer's teammates told him he had a tire going down into checkup, checkup, and he didn't have a tire going down. And they were trying to get him to hold up people so Briscoe could gain a couple of positions or not lose positions. And basically make it into the playoffs and now he's lost like 50 points so it doesn't matter no it it was only uh cole custer 
And the number 41 crew chief, Michael Shipler, each fined $100,000 and Shipler suspended indefinitely. Competition officials also issued 50-point deductions to Cusser uh, and the team and the respected drivers. No one else. Uh, Briscoe. Briscoe got something. Mm-mm. Briscoe made it through. Um, I watched the yeah, video. They were trying to help him. Yeah. They, no one told Briscoe what was going on. He knew he had the dive bomb. I mean, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm not, I don't, there's, as far as I know, there's no radio communication saying, hey, Cole Custer's going to slow down. He's three ahead of you. Dive bomb in front of him. He's going to make room. Apparently, there's no communication that he just saw it happening. From what I seen from the video they posted with the audio, Cole Custer's, Rucci said, hey, 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 you got a flat tire, slow down. Slow down, slow down, you got a flat tire. And that slowed up everybody in front and behind him, allowing uh, Chase Briscoe to pass him. Briscoe, apparently, I don't, didn't get any penal- penalty. Um, a lot of people are pissed off at him for his dive bomb move, but he had to do what he had to do to get into the playoffs. You know, obviously, they're telling them every half lap, or especially at that track, hey, you need four positions, you need four points, you need three points, you need two points. And it was the last lap, and he saw what was happening with the 41. Hey, it's a teammate. You need to do what you need to do. I I don't see nothing wrong with it. As a Larson fan, Chase Elliott fan, do what you got to do. Spin them out. It's it's like back in the day, oh, you have a teammate behind you, it's a one lap down in the yellow. You and you coming up, you let them pass you, they their lap back. But this, I was just gonna bring that yeah. up back. How many times have we watched that with team players where a caution had come out and say Matt Kenseth was leading and Jeff Burton was a lap down, he'd slow down to let Jeff Burton go by. And if anybody was in between them, let's say there's two, three other guys to Jeff Burton, he those guys would get lap backs just so Jeff could. So, right. Yes, this is more exponential because it's the playoffs and all with Kyle Larson, but... but Well, I, I, again, I listened to a few things, and I understand they're sending a very strong stir... Whatever they do to to Cole Custer, it don't matter. He's out anyway. Mm -hmm. But they're sending a message to the rest of the field that you cannot do anything to try and alter the results of a race in the playoffs. And if you and supposedly they've got the telemetry. Yeah, they have all the data and showing that he'd purposely slowed down everything. And he says the data goes along with the radio transmissions. It wasn't like the radio transmission said, hey, you need to slow down. Briscoe's gonna pass you to get you know. They this obviously was something they talked about pre-race, saying, hey, if I say, you know, Tire going down. That means you got, <laughs> you got to let your teammate pass. So they obviously, this was something that was talked about. Um, Agreed. I, I agree, too. And we'll never know the truth on that one. Not, not other, for another 20 years. And they talk about it on a podcast. or Somebody store. writes a book or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, but that's, that's why they said NASCAR came out so hard, so heavy, and so fast. Is they had the telemetry from the cars. that. Yeah. They could t- and and when they inspected the car and there was no flat tire, yeah. they're like, "All right, you assholes!" But that's why they I I've been 
heard a couple of times that that was the reason because this has never ever happened before where they've accused a driver of laying down to help another driver they've never done that but they had and presented all the telemetry on the brakes the gas the steering everything and there was no issues with the car so they had him dead to rights but and and in a way I kind of appreciate that in this day and age where every little rule's got to be followed and every I's got to be dotted and T crossed. But a God, I miss my old di- days when <laughs> teammates would do things I don't, to help I don't, teammates. I, I don't have a problem with it. Even though, yeah, it screwed Kyle, but Kyle had a bad day anyways. He made it worse. But I, I see no issue with it. But obviously, NASCAR is a go. You're in. But my only, my original thought is why are you investigating if it's not going to matter what's going on with the playoffs? Because if you're not going to rescind the positions and all that stuff and get, I understand at the point you can't try to be a lame duck and screw you know I don't see an issue with it but NASCAR oops. they were just sending a strong message for the last five races don't anybody anybody else do this so what if happens if Byron takes out Logano you know gets payback payback I should say it's not really payback but what ha- that's all train. What if Hall, ha, uh, Hamlin gets his tr- revenge with Chastain? Chastain. That's, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's altering. It's not slowing. That's not slowing down to let somebody pass, but you're taking that well, guy out of the race. This way, NASCAR has set the precedent. If they think somebody's done something to alter the results of the race, yeah. they, better come, they better come after those guys too. The methods don't matter. The, the result is what they're saying they're punishing. So... Um, <laughs> I, like I said, to me, it wasn't a big deal no. to me. It, it it was, but I understand it. I get it. It blew my mind. Cause I was reading comments on like what was happening. Like, Oh, if it was Hendrick and uh, Chase Elliott and Kyle, you know, if it, it, you, it would have never happened. Then, then there'd been no investigation and blah, blah, blah. Just because of the, you don't know that. Cause they're fucking, these kids are all. All haters against Hendricks because they're winning, you know. And and, that's, and the thing with Byron, which we agreed on, shouldn't have been a points fine. It should have been a money fine. We agreed that people are just, oh well, they gave his points back. They're watch. They're gonna they're gonna take down take uh, <laughs> Briscoe's points away and give it to Larson. I'm like, you guys, it, the comments were just like, dude, you need to stop eating crayons. <laughs> <laughs> and snorting glue. Oh, it's crayons <laughs> dipped in glue. It just blew my mind. Some of these people's comments is this. Just, it's 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 it, they have the mentality of Hamlin against Hendrick, and and it's just grew. It's just obviously I, I can understand why Hamlin's upset at the at the outcome of that appeal uh, that Byron won. But other than that, everybody should be fine. Like, with look at the situation. You know, Hamlin. I'm sorry, Hamlin is the last son God, of a bitch. Yeah, I agree. Should be complaining about any. No, yeah. like you said, quit eating crayons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After what that boy has done this year, and he got nothing. Yeah. And he wants to bitch about that. Yeah. At least Byron did it under caution. 
Yeah. Hamlin was doing it lap after lap after lap after lap under green. And still and still finished behind Chastain every time he tried to fuck with him. Many races. Oh, yeah. Hamlin's the last dude that needs to be running his mouth right now about anything. All right. Um, I want to give a huge shout-out to A.J. Allmendinger. Even though I hate this track, four wins. The only person that has won an Xfinity race at the Roval is A.J. Allmendinger, four in a row. Nobody else in the Xfinity series has won a race there. Well, it's going to be, unless he's going to race it next year, he's not going to win it next year. Well, he might. You never know. But I just wanted to give a huge, that that was pretty cool. Um, And that race, uh, I, I think, was the first time that, or was it last week that every car finished? No, was it was Caldega. It, it wasn't this race. But anyway, I just wanted to to give a little recognition. Well, segue to, that. That to was, say segue to AJ Allmendinger. He it who was announced that he's full time sixteen next year. Yep, with Colin. We, and we we knew that was coming. We I I didn't understand why it wasn't this year. You know, but yeah, he's full time yeah. in the sixteen and. Chandler Smith is leaving Toyota. Go to the 16 colleague Xfinity. There's a little backstory on that. He was offered, uh, I saw, I read an article that uh, Chandler Smith w- turned down an offer from Joe Gibbs Racing. That's um, why go, I, there must be something behind the scenes in the NASCAR that Joe Gibbs is not the place to be. His only statement, and I'm just kind of um, highlighting it, is. JGR is heading in the wrong direction. I mean, they're they're losing people quite a bit, and they're not performing. I wonder the if way he's do. Sh- I wonder if he's doing that so he can race. Because if he's stuck with Toyota, he's Toyota, and there's really not much Toyota there now. I wonder if him going to Colleg in a Chevy now he'll race Kyle Busch's truck Chevy. There you go. You were reading my mind. I think that's a lot to do with it. He's following Kyle Busch. I think that I think that's you know he's going where he has a ride, and it's he, there's really no spots. For Toyotas, there's nothing. They they did they did announce there is someone jumping ship to Toyota, but it's only like a one car team. I forgot what it was. There's a smaller team jumping Toyota. I want to say Gilliland. I want to say Gilliland, but I could be wrong. I can't. Remember. All right. Now we're ta- since we're talking about manufacturers, the big Dodge story. Yeah, that was uh when I read that. I don't know if you're going to say what I'm going to say is it was Roush. How? Cuz Roush is well, married to no, Ford. No, 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 think think about this. Think about this. It's cut, Who, Brad. Who's, who's part owner now? Brad. Yeah. Who was the last person that Brad, won a championship? I, I, yeah, I understand it, but nobody thinks... That's why we assumed he was, they were talking with um, Penske because they were the last team that mm-hmm. Dodge was with. <laughs> but when I saw the story and read it and said that Dodge was in major discussions with RFK, it was like light bulbs went off. It made sense, but I never thought of it that way until I read the story. 
But the long and short of it is that they the the talks have like hit a dead end. It's it's not going to happen. Um, I got a feeling that Dodge probably said, you know, we want RFK and Penske together, the two big Ford teams, and Penske may have said, I I really think that because uh, a lot. I mean, let's face it, the Cat in the Hat, Jack Roush, he's. I don't want to say bad things, but it's. I think things aren't good for him right now. He's got to be in his 80s. And Brad Keselowski is pretty much running RFK right now. And I think they they were in talks. I didn't realize, and I give him all the credit in the world for keeping it under his lid, but it did come out this week that Dodge was talking with him the big, the most, and for some reason it just fell apart. I've, I don't, yeah, I don't say they want Penske because they used to be, but I go for Haas, Stuart Haas. He, he's already, Stuart's already married to Dodge in the sprint car or whatever it is, the drag racing. So maybe be in a year or two, but yeah, I heard it fizzled out and it was RFK of all places, which was. Well, some- like I said, I never thought of that when it, when that story bubbled up a, a month or two or three ago. But it made sense when they said that, that that was their main line of discussion was with RFK. It was like, okay, I get it. Because, um, like I said, Keselowski was the last one to win a championship with Dodge. Um, jump back to Kyle Larson real quick. Uh, he has received permission from Mr. Hendrick. To do the double. To do the double. Along with Kyle <laughs> Bush. That's rumored, right? We haven't. Yeah, it's not confirmed. Well, it's not confirmed, but neither is Kyle. In other words, Mr. Hendrick and Mr. Uh, uh, Childers have not come right out and said it, but they're both on about part. I think that'd be cool as all get out to see both of them do the double double. It's it's a it's like the I doing the Iron Man. It's, it, you know, it's hard to do. It's supposed to be hard to do. The timing and, and you know, if there's anything, you're going to miss one. So I, I'm I'm glad that they're okay with it. So yeah. Tony Stewart is still the reigning champion. He finished in the top 10 in both races yeah. of the year. He did it. Yeah. And Dreddy, I can't remember who else in recent history has done I want to say Robbie Gordon, but. I he may have as well. He may have. But. uh I, I think it'd be kind of cool because I think Kyle Busch in the Indy 500, that would be awesome. Um, I know we got one more really big story. Well, yeah, one more really big story that we want to talk about, but I do also want to give another shout out. Mr. Ned Jarrett turned 90 years old this week. Oh, yeah. So I want to say happy birthday to him. Was never really a fan of his either on the track which I didn't, I got in on the last of his career, nor in the, in the booth. I just, I respect him though. Mm-hmm. He was, he was one of the pioneers of the sport and happy birthday, 90 years old. That's amazing in itself. Um, <laughs> can I do a big old fat fucking, I told you so. Well, we knew it. We knew with everything going on that, this was most likely going to happen if you just just sat back and read the room. 
Kurt Busch being having a concussion, not going back in, in the car. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, right Kyle, yeah, Kyle Busch taking the aid over and saying, oh, yeah, Reddick's going to another another car, but we don't have a charter for it. Not yet. Right? Not yet. So I said, and like I said, I love doing this because I don't get to do it all that often. But I said the day that Kurt or Kyle announced, well, and Childress announced that he was going to the number eight car, I said, I think my exact words were, Tyler Reddick will not be at Childress after Phoenix. And he will be at 2311. Now, I didn't make the prediction whether he'll be in the 45 car. Did they announce that? No. Because it's supposed all to happen they, this week. All they announced. Yeah, and guess where? At Las, at Las Vegas. Yeah, that, they're racing Kurt's, Las Vegas. Yeah. Kurt's hometown. I'm just going to check right um, now and see if they made any yeah. announcement. I said that he, he will not be at Childress next year. He will be at 2311, whether they buy another charter and put another car under him or whether Kurt Busch calls it quits which is the rumor that's going around right now is that Kurt is going to announce this week that he's retiring. Um, but that is just a rumor. <laughs> yeah, there's still no is. announcement yet. Yeah. No, they're saying that it's going to be made this week and at Las Vegas. But I just love it when I get to say nanny, nanny, boo-boo, I told you so. There's no – there was, I, Mr. Childress is a vindictive – as Dale Earnhardt ever was. Where do you think Dale Earnhardt learned it from? Yeah. And and it pissed him off to no end when Riddick went behind his back and did what he did. Yeah. And and I love when social media blew up over Childress not give, only giving Tyler Riddick an hour before he let him know. I was like, well, that's an hour more than Tyler Reddick gave him that he was leaving. (laughs) So, I mean, I give the magnanimous points to to Childress, not Riddick. And I, and I, I like Reddick and I think he'll do well. I really do. But the way he did that and burn that bridge, he didn't just burn it. He burned it, incinerated it, buried it, and then paved it over. I mean, if, if things ever, change with 2311 racing ain't nobody gonna want him just because he's not loyal and he's got no respect yeah because if he had any respect and that's part of being an adult mr childress i've been approached by another team to go race for them is there things we can talk about or is it should i proceed he just did everything behind his and again denny hamlin Fuck you, because you were part of this. Yeah. He's a POS in my book as a human being. That was crap. Yep. And if Denny Hamlin had any Fine. sense of, of decency and respect, if Reddick wasn't willing to do it, he should have at least gone to Richard Childress and said, hey, man. Yeah. We're we're talking with one of your guys. I don't want you, but him, Jordan, and Reddick. Nobody talked about it. Nobody. I don't think and, Jordan and, really. He's just a money guy. Jordan really didn't well, have much with it. 
I think he had he, he had obviously to have no some idea. He, yeah, he probably Hamlin probably went to Jordan and said, "Hey, we're having the issue. You know, I want I want this guy, and you know, here's my ideas." And Jordan's like, "You know, I, he probably like, oh yeah, he probably <laughs> gave yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm smoking a cigar right now. Make yeah, it happen. Yeah, pretty much. I put as much on on Hamlin on this one. Yeah, as I do, and and the both of them. Like you said, eating crayons. <laughs> it's I it, it's just a complete lack of respect. Um and and I didn't say a whole lot back when it happened cuz I kind of wanted to take the high road like Richard Childress did, but I love paybacks and karma has got all kinds of gravity underneath it. And there you go. Um, but anyway, I I will make a slight prediction. Um, and it won't bother me if I'm wrong on this or not, but I do think Kurt Bush is gonna announce his retirement this year and move into management at 2311. And Tyler Reddick will take over the 45 um for next year. I really, I think that's what's going to happen. I just don't understand why they haven't announced. Well, I know they're doing that, but same thing with Ty Gibbs. Who's going to be in the 18th? Why haven't they announced that yet? Like, I a, think it's been all but announced. They're just probably trying to line up some sponsorship to And another to go thing, too, and now up. that the 45 has been eliminated from the manufacturer playoff, why doesn't, why doesn't Bubba go back to his 23? Because he can't drive either car. Well, he wanted the 45. I, well, he should go back to the 23. That's he should have never left the 23. I mean, I get why they did it. It's he's out of the, the reason why he went to the 45 for the manufacturer playoff. Now that he's been eliminated from it, owners' yeah. points playoff. Yeah, it whatever. He needs to go back to the 23. That's the reason why he switched it. I put it all back. Yep. And it's not your car. It's, not your it's team. Probably don't want him back. <laughs> Just change the numbers on the car back. Sorry, that, uh, you need to. You, you drove that car. You put it in that position. You deal with that. Don't put. I that that still rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. There's a lot of things about twenty three eleven that rub me the wrong way. I'm I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, we're working on pretty good time here. Um. Whoops, wait a minute. I'm just getting my graph ready here. And we're going to leave Bubba alone for the yeah. rest of the playoffs because he's out of it. All right. Um, prediction time, final four. Don't tell me who's going to be eliminated. Who's in the final four? Uh, I'm going to go, well, I would like, for my original, original, I'm going to go with the two guys I already had in it. I'm going to say Elegant and uh, Logano are two guys that I already are correct so far. Um, I'm going to go with Chastain and Blaney. Are you effing kidding me? Look. Hell yeah. <laughs> I almost said, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Because Chastain's finally getting back on his streak. Blaney, he's just, I was thinking this today. 
Blaney, will Blaney be the only guy to win? No, was it Terry Blount and Terry Labonte won a championship without winning a race? And I think Matt Kenseth did it in the So Blaney, early 90s. Blaney's on the track of he's just performing or he may actually have a chance to win without actually winning a race, win the championship. So, But like I said, in the points right now, I think I had it up with. Briscoe's nine down, Hamlin's five down, Byron's five down, and Blaney is three down. And then Bell's three positive, Chastain's six positive, and Logano is 11 positive. And, and Chase Elliott, all you got to do is finish the race. The first, God, that boy knows how to fuck up the very first race of the, of the not playoff, but the cutoff, the three stages or whatever. And he ruins it. He's 31 points above. Just finish. That's all you got to do is finish every race. But anybody from second to eighth, those can shift every race for how close they are in points. They are literally 20 points off from each other. And what, we got Vegas, Richmond, and Homestead, correct? Or Martinsville? I think it's Martinsville. It is Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, and then it goes to uh, Phoenix. Okay. I can't believe we picked the same damn people because I, I, I wrote it down because I didn't want anyone to. There it is. I already had it wrote down. That's kind of fun. That's pretty funny. Like you said, my original one for my original, original, original that I didn't, I had Elliot, Larson, Logano, and Harvick. I really, I'm surprised at Harvick and Larson. I really am. If, if I had to. When this started, that would have probably been my choices. Would be Elliot Logano, uh, yeah. Harvick, and Larson. Yeah, th- um, those were my final four. And then I know, I know, in the beginning of the year, I said Larson to win, but the way he performed, it's just not happening. I, I'm not going to tell you who I picked the win, but you probably <laughs> well take a guess. But those are my final four. I, I I'll have to write them down. You wrote them down. We're the same, anyways. But yeah, Elliot Elliot Logano Chastain win, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't even be mad if Chastain won the championship. That'd be so good for that team and organization. Feel good story. Track house, yeah. Justin Marks and what that a guy. and that would you know, I know they already had the ninety one, but that actually might promote to buy another charter to put another driver in it. Well, they said that uh, Jimmy Johnson wants to do a NASCAR bucket list in that 91. Yeah, but that's not a full-time ride. Give that ride to someone that's deserving but hasn't got the shot yet, which I don't know who that's going to be. I'd rather have, he already signed, but I'd rather have Noah Gregson go to something like that because I think that's better equipment over there, the way he's going to be driving. But... There are other drivers that can easily make that work. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, I don't see Elliot. I still can't believe we picked the same four. <laughs> I don't see Elliot not going to the final four unless he has two bad weeks in a row or two bad, two bad, two bad out of the three. But he... Elliot's always been good at Martinsville. Oh yeah, that's his track. Uh, trying to think, Homestead. I can't remember Homestead, but those 
these are all bread and butter tracks for Juan Logano and Elliot. Well, I, I heard uh, Logano on, uh, it was the morning drive the other day. I think it was Monday. And he said there's not a bad track in the rack for him. From yeah, he's, he's and, and honestly, he's how long has Logano been in, in in Cup? Probably 10, 12 years. He's probably one of the, I hated him when he came in because he took Tony's spot and blah, 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 big years. No one liked him. But he's really impressed me throughout the years. He's probably one of the most improved drivers I've ever seen from where he was to what he is now. Well, he came in with too high of expectations. Well, I think well it was he came into the 20. Jeff Gordon, yeah, yeah, and he, they, they called him sliced bread, and he gave that name to him because Earnhardt gave him that name. Yeah. Um, I've never not liked what. Well, I I think I've told this story before. Where when he first came in, his first Daytona, he wasn't eighteen yet or something, so he couldn't. They used to do that draw for the the shootout as to their starting positions, and because Budweiser sponsored it, he had to have somebody from the team come in and draw for him because he couldn't participate. But he sat there. And I still, one of the funniest lines, and I know I've told this one on the show before, was when they were asking him which size shirt he wore. <laughs> medium. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I don't know. Christopher Bell has a chance to make it in if he does a good performance like he did the earlier the playoffs, but I just, I, I just, I just think, think Christopher Bell's going to have to win his way in again. I think, I, I just feel. These tracks are better suited for other drivers. You never know. We might have a fucking snafu of tire problems again, and you never know what the hell. Hey, Las Vegas the first time around was not pretty. Yeah, so it it was not pretty at all. I don't see Briscoe making it all (laughs) after what he did. I don't see Hamlin. He might try to do whatever he can, but he'll lose talent. Byron. He might I think a- I think Truex will overplay his hand and, and Chastain will outsmart him because I think he's going to try uh, at Martinsville especially to take Chastain out and I think it'll backfire on him. Yeah, I don't. I really I, I do. Just, just looking at it, those are the four guys. All right, who you think's going to win? What championship? No, Vegas. Vegas. I haven't even looked that far ahead, to be honest. All right. Well, if you go with average finish, Kyle Larson uh, is the the best of active drivers at 5.4. Martin Truex is second. Keselowski, Logano, Kyle Busch, Blaney, Bowman, which doesn't matter. Hamlin, Harvick, Amarola, and Dylan just to top out the top 10 of active. Chase Elliott is 12th. Although he has had five of the 10 races in the top 10. Uh, Reddick's only had five races. He's got two top 10s. Byron, let me see if there's any. Christopher Bell's raced there five times. He's got the pole once in three top ten. He won the pole this spring. Yeah, okay. 
Chastain, it's not his favorite track in the world. Average finish of 23.6. Yeah, but that's in the previous equipment he had, too. His finish in the spring race was third. Okay, that wouldn't denote his top five finish. So anyway, um, I'm picking Truex for the win, and Busher is my dark horse. I'll say Chastain for the win. Punch his ticket. Uh, dark horse. I'll say Larson. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Technically. By our yeah. rules. Do you want to play that way? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to see a, a feel-good story, but. Uh, that can go away. I don't have a whole lot else. Uh, I know it's a little bit short. I just want to reiterate, NASCAR's got to reevaluate a few things. Number one, the tracks where they're, well, I shouldn't say number one. Number one's that damn car. They got to fix that crap. And by fixing it, I mean throw it up and crush them. Um, start over. Uh and number two, they've got to redo the scheduling and get rid of these. I think I spoke about it last week where one of the uh, Indianapolis officials was talking on, again, Sirius, that the Rovals, or the Indy Road course is eventually going away and we are going to go back to the Oval, uh, which I think is the right thing to do. Um, like I said, I have no problem with road courses. I just don't want them at these iconic tracks that are known for their oval racing. Uh, okay, yeah, we, we do the 600. It's well, then just shut up and leave it alone. Go somewhere else. I mean, cup guys don't go to Road America. You've still got... Uh, Riverside, you could put that. I mean, if you're putting North Wilkes-Barre back together, hopefully you'll do Rockingham as well. But you've got Riverside, you've got um, Road America, you've got that place up in oh Mid Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another place up in uh, I think it's Utah. Ah, uh, used to be on. EIA sports that we would play on, but you got a lot of places you can go. Dakota. I, I hate Dakota. It's, I don't know. Well, there's little uh, breaking news, but Bowman's just tweeted saying he's not going to be in the 48 again. We He's probably out for the rest of the year, like Kurt Busch. Well, there's no sense in him coming back now. Give Noah experience so when he comes, you know, in the car. That just... That just... Okay. Well. Uh, all right, I don't want any dead air here. Um, I'm... Just refresh Well, um... Stuart Haas dropped the appeal for the 4L2 penalty that they, whatever part they messed with at Talladega. 
And also, Hendrick Moore. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I'm seeing a headline now, and I didn't see it put this way before, but Hendricks does give Kyle Larson the green light for the, the double on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, there's another nice headline. Denny Hamlin listed his favorite to win at Las Vegas. <laughs> okay. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. No, I started reading other shit. Can't remember. All right. Yeah, I'm not seeing any updates on anything else. NASCAR um, says it will cover the cost for teams to replace, update the changes made to rear clips for 2023. They better. Can't confirm both. We sent out an update to teams yesterday with changes to the rear clips, intersections, and rear bumper struts, and, and that NASCAR is. I mean, for $20 million per fucking charter, I think they can. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole thread on it, too. It's to my understanding that NASCAR has decided that on a plan of action through safety in the next year, that result in the, re in the removal and modification of some tubing in the center section and rear clip with a process start soon, target of next season. Teams will start sending chassis out in the coming weeks, and according to this information that I have, NASCAR will pay for all the fabrication this update teams will only be responsible for work like repainting. Um, in addition to the center section and rear clip changes, there will also be a change in the thickness of the bumper. This is the front. No, this is the rear bumper. Bumper uh, struts that hold the rear bumper reinforcements to the rear clip. Yeah, that they're showing little pictures of what changing, but yeah, it looks like they're. They're making it crush like we talked about last week. Instead of being so sturdy, they're allowing the car to crush. So that the car takes the impact more. Well, that's why guys are getting their new their brains blended, is because the car don't give. With the old car, yeah, they didn't like it, but the parts flying away, things collapsing, that absorbed the energy. That's how they took those hits. Now, the car doesn't absorb the energy. It just goes... There's an illustration right here where there's two cross members that go from the center out. They're removing those on the top, and on the bottom, they're making them thinner. Well, see, the whole thing that I read uh, um, a week or so ago was the way they've got that rear end braced was to protect the, the fuel cell. And I get that. But you can still do that without putting all them damn bars everywhere. That And then, like I said, it, the best way I heard it explained is divide the car into three places, or three uh, parts. And they've got the front brace so well, the back, so when... Things get whopper jawed in the back. It's unfixable because nothing that is in the back actually gives. Okay, great engineering feat. Well, the thing is, is the, the crazy part is, if they would have actually tested this properly with proper crash testing, they would have found out that a pro that was a problem. I heard that argument also on uh, 
a Facebook page where this dude was an OEM uh, guy, and he's like, they never tested this stuff. They just put it on computer models. Yeah. He said, it's like predicting the weather. You don't know until it happens. And they never took these cars. I mean, get the crash dummies out and go smash this thing into a wall. Frontwards, backwards, sideways. And see what the actual damage really is. They never did that. No, because they didn't have the parts to replace it. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Four car teams going to Daytona with one backup car between the four of them. Yeah. Uh, cool little news. Mark Martin's going to be at Vegas. And he's bringing his AAA six car with him. Well, that's kind of cool. And with his son. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All righty. Well, like I said, I don't want to bore anybody. I ain't got any more. Um, I think it's really cool that we both got the fourth, same four guys going into the final four. You got some crap on your shirt there. You mean the number four or five team in the country? Um, uh... <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. All right. Let's sign it off. Everybody, you uh, have a great week. Um, of course, you can catch us. If you're only catching us on uh, the YouTube, you can catch us anywhere that does podcasts, uh, Roku TV, YouTube TV. There, there's, of course, all the podcast places. Uh, just search us, burn it down, NASCAR podcast. You'll find us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from people more than we do. So, everybody take care. Have a good week. And I'm out.